on before we get nuked into oblivion here on a Monday, and it is going to be, look, it's going to be a fun show. I realize there are some world affairs that are not going that well at this point in time. We're not, we're not going to let that stop us. What do we have tonight? Well, it's Medal of Honor Monday. That's always a good time. That's coming up about an hour from now. We'll, we'll read you a Medal of Honor citation. We're going to touch on the insanity going on in Russia, Ukraine. In fact, you know what? Let me do that here just real quick because there's a lot to talk about. We'll, we'll get to throughout the show. Here's your up to the minute thing right about now. And I, and I mean, honestly, looking at my watch here, right about now, there's a gigantic armored convoy, Russia, Russian armor, Arriving at the city of Kiev. And when I say gigantic, I mean miles long. It looks like the intention is to surround the city of Kiev. Now, before I get into Kathy Hochul, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Liz Cheney, the CDC, all, I have so much I need to get to here. I do need to clarify something about the Russia-Ukrainian thing. I am a little bit worried. Remember last week I told you I was a little bit worried? I'm a little bit worried this week for the same reason. This is why. You're seeing the world rally around Ukraine. Don't care if you love that, hate that. You're seeing a worldwide rally around Ukraine. Everybody and their brothers sending Ukraine weapons. They're cutting off SWIFT, the, the Russian banking, international banking. They're cutting off banking, sanctions on the leaders. They're the FIFA, the, the professional soccer thing. They cut off Russia. No more Russia and FIFA. Uh, they, there was a picture I saw today, a bunch of Russians trying to take the subway over there. I don't know what they call it in Russian. We're just going to call it a subway. Tried to take the subway. Couldn't pay with Apple Pay or Google Pay because they got cut off. Okay, so you're seeing a worldwide rally around Ukraine and a worldwide ostracizing of Russia, to which you're probably sitting there saying, Woohoo! Good! Screw Putin! I hate Russia! Look, let me just say... On that front, I agree with you. Screw Putin. I hate Russia. Let's pause there for a second. Take that, take that conversation for a moment and put it in your back pocket. All right? We love stories. Everyone does. Not just Americans. Every human being, we are born to love stories. We love reading them. If you're a nerd like Chris, you like the audiobook version, but you still get a story. I honestly half the compliments we get to the show. Uh, I love how you tell a story, which, which I think is weird, but apparently people like how I tell stories. A movie, you love a movie that tells you a story. Sitcoms, they tell you a story. Walk me through something. Present the characters to me. Give me the highs and the lows. Give me suspenseful points. Give me happy points. We love a story. We love a story. However, it is important as human beings. That we don't fall so in love with stories, we pretend as if they're real life. And here's what I mean. You and I fully put myself in this. We're watching Ukraine 
put up this stubborn defense against this gigantic bully in Russia, and we have been inspired. I have found it. Look, it's cold-hearted Jesse. No feelings in the world. And I found it inspiring. Got the president over there delivering, maybe, we don't know for sure, but delivering these sweet lines. I don't need a ride. I need ammo. All these things. And what's it doing? What's it doing inside of you, inside of me? It's it's a great story. The underdog, David versus Goliath. But it is important to understand Life is not the movies. Life is not books. And for all the good versus evil, right and wrong talk, life so often is gray. And when you get into a black and white area, you're getting into a dangerous area. Back to what we were just talking about. This invasion has been a disaster so far for Vladimir Putin. We don't know how much of a disaster it's been because you can't get straight information. Half the internet stories and videos are wrong. Remember that Snake Island thing with the heroes? We brought it up last week. Who's the, they told the Russian warship. To, absolutely not. I, I can't say exactly what they said. It's a family show. And then they died to the last man. Except they didn't. None of that was true. So setting all that aside... Putin's invasion is not going well. He has attempted, to this point, to try to surgically remove Ukraine's leadership. You know, did that whole, we're going to go liberate the people thing, the leadership is corrupt, the leadership are a bunch of Nazis, and that's why, even though there have been deaths and each one's terrible, when you see the death totals, they're not startling right now just yet. But the Ukrainian people, as inspiring as this is, and I applaud them for it, not giving up, well, that can have, that can have lasting effects that change the whole world. Vladimir Putin, remember, he is not this all-powerful dictator with total control in his country. Yeah, he's a dictator. He has control of his country. But he is a man who very much has to be aware of how politically popular he is. Or, let's be honest, it's Russia. He can get taken out and toppled pretty easily. They have just a little bit of a history of that over there. Maybe you've heard. It's happened once or twice. Vladimir Putin, as my friend Brian Dean Wright, CIA ops officer, as he, as he told us last week on the show, Vladimir Putin, he has to win or he's going to die. I don't mean lose an election. This is Russia. You don't lose elections in Russia. You just uh, <clears throat> commit suicide, Jeffrey Epstein style. Vladimir Putin has to win. Vladimir Putin has nuclear weapons. Vladimir Putin either wins or he dies. And beyond nuclear weapons, he has gigantic weapons. We love the story right now of Russia, Ukraine, and I'm not telling you not to love the story. Be inspired. Cheer, right? I, I'm with, look, I'm with you. Just as guilty. Get them, Ukrainians. I see some old Ukrainian grandma loading up Molotov cocktails, and I'm thinking, yeah, get him, grandma. Just remember, though, backing a desperate wolf into a corner means somebody's going to get bitten. 
I am not saying we need to uh, roll out the red carpet for old Vladimir, but I am saying the worldwide mob forming of, yeah, screw Russia, pour out your vodka, you know, all that insanity. Let's just be aware we are dealing with a human being who still has a gigantic army and a human being who is in possession of weapons that can turn New York City to ash. No, I don't think he's about to turn New York City to ash. Don't panic and run to your bunker in South Dakota. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying let's understand what we're facing here. I mean, did you hear Hillary Clinton? This kind of talk, this kind of talk is absolutely unreal. This, this is so irresponsible. Listen to Hillary Clinton. I think we could be also attacking a lot of the uh, government institutions and, uh, again, the oligarchs and their, their way of life through cyber attacks. And it will be difficult to get actual physical support, but I think we should be looking at that. Okay, again, now let me pause. You might be saying, what's wrong with that? Screw Russia. Let's cyber attack them. Um, I live in Houston. We had a huge freeze down here. Basically shut down a bunch of power on people. Shut down some water and things like that. Yeah, there were deaths within 48 hours. Multiple. Uh, Russia, their armor may not be the best in the world. Russia is really, 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 really good at cyber. You understand if we start cyber attacking Russia, they're going to cyber attack back. And you do understand Americans will die. A cyber attack is an overt, it's an overt act of war. It is an act of war. It's like American troops lining up against Russian troops and shooting them in the face. I am not saying back off. I'm not even totally sure what I'm saying. I am saying this, though. Be wary of the worldwide ramp up against the desperate dictator who's in possession of nuclear weapons. That's what I'm saying. All right, we got a great show for you tonight. Again, Medal of Honor Monday tonight. Oh, oh, and I have an idea, and it's an amazing idea. You're gonna, it is amazing, Chris. You're going to have to hang on for that idea for just a second. First, Lone Star Transfer. If you have yourself stuck in a timeshare, and don't feel stupid. You went to the timeshare meeting. You came out with a timeshare. Maybe you enjoyed yourself for a while and it just got stale. Maybe it was, was something you never found time to use, but now you're stuck because they lock you in these contracts and the annual fees keep coming and coming and coming and they raise the annual fees. Call Lone Star Transfer. If it feels impossible, believe me, Lone Star Transfers helped a ton of owners who felt like it was impossible. They will legally and permanently get you the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. You can call for a free, no obligation consultation. 844-310-2646, 844-310-2646, or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Don't worry. Don't 
a little, what's a nuclear war between friends? <laughs> All right. All right. We still have Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 45 minutes from now. Now, let's talk about us for a moment. Let's, let's have a serious talk about us. Here's, here's what we've seen recently out of our own government. Our own government. And I actually think I've gotten to the point where I feel like this is healthy for everyone in the country. We heard from the CDC's very own Rochelle Walensky. She, Chris, play number 12. She said, well, the, look, we can stop the mask stuff for now. Want to give people a break from things like mask wearing when these metrics are better and then have the ability to reach for them again should things worsen. Okay. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Did you know that your own CDC, they did something on Friday? Now, what's the rule for Friday? As you know. Look, if you don't know, let's cover this again. I realize we have a bunch of new listeners or maybe people newer to politics. Friday, Friday afternoons, Friday nights, Friday at any time. That is the time when politicians, political parties, companies, celebrities of any kind, that is the time where they drop bad news or news they don't want very many people to see, I should say. You drop good news on Monday. Like, if I had good news tonight, and let's just say I do, the cheese balls are back in the office. What, Chris? But if I had good news, I'd wait and drop it on Monday. On Friday, what's everyone doing? Friday's getting off work. I'm turning off social media, turning off the TV, heading out with my lady to get some smoochies and some chicken wings. You understand? Friday... It's just known in politics. If you got bad news, so-and-so just got busted cheating on his taxes. You drop that information on Friday. By the time Monday rolls around, well, something else interesting has happened and you get bumped off the front page. Your Center for Disease Control. You do understand, I want to make sure everyone's perfectly clear here, this is supposed to be a 100% non-political organization. Just based on the what's gosh, what's that word? I'm trying to think. Starts with an S. I've been I've heard it so much over the last two years. Science. Just based that's the word science. Have you heard that word at all? Remember, it's just supposed to be based on the science. And yet, right as gas prices go through the roof, right as the Biden administration continues to get embarrassed on the world stage, right as inflation pops. And right as Joe Biden is about to give his State of the Union tomorrow night, the Center for Disease Control, the totally not political Center for Disease Control, they revised a formula. You see, you see they had a risk formula based on the uh, science. Science, that's the word. Based on the science, they had a risk formula. And they just thought, you know, oh, well, look, timing, totally a coincidence. Let's just... Let's adjust the risk formula because on Thursday of last week, the risk formula, they had 90%, of the United States of America in the red zone, high risk for coronavirus. Woo! That's some science. Hide! Wear a mask! Oh, whoa, whoa, you're five and a half feet. Please step back half a, feet, half a foot, sir. I won't have you risking my life. It's really bad. And then on Friday, this completely non-political science organization, you know what they did? They just decided to tweak that formula a little bit. And now only 30% of the country is in a high-risk zone. 
That is so wild, right? 90% was at a high risk on Thursday. Now 30% on Friday? Obviously, I'm being pretty tongue-in-cheek here. We, we all understand what the game is. What's the game? Well, Joe Biden has his State of the Union address tomorrow night. Joe Biden doesn't have anything to campaign on. Joe Biden is looking at the same poll numbers you're seeing, and he sees the American people think he basically sucks. He's so desperate, he's now giving interviews where he just says, basically, it's your psychology that's the problem. You don't realize how good he's done. There's a phenomenal negative psychological impact that COVID has had on the public psyche. And so you have an awful lot of people who are uh, notwithstanding the fact that, uh, that that things have gotten so much better for them economically uh, that they are thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? Haven't you heard? I don't want, I don't want to hear that you can't afford gas. You just don't realize how good you have it. I know. Look, I know. You had to skip buying beef last week for the family. Why? Why? Look, psychologically, you're clearly not there. Have you considered seeing a shrink? Go see a therapist because it's basically your fault. Okay, so what's happening here? The Biden administration was already in free fall prior to all this Russia insanity. They were in free fall. Remember, it, it's not as if this is new. The poll numbers were a disaster. Inflation was up. Everyone was unhappy. Then wham, Ukraine, Russia happens. Now people are not only really unhappy, the Biden administration is well aware of what this is going to do to the global economy. So things are about to get worse. What does the system do? Remember what the system is. You only have one ideology that controls all your cultural institutions now, from government to the education system to media to Hollywood to the professors. to, to One controls all of it. But the system always protects its own. The system will lock shields like Spartans facing the Persians and protect its own. Just like that. The system looked around and thought, okay, it was bad. It's about to be worse. Pappy Joe has to give a State of the Union address on Tuesday night, and we have nothing to campaign on. Nothing. Nothing he could brag about. I mean, nothing that'll do anything but make somebody roll their eyes. Except there is one thing you're going to see tomorrow night. And, oh, Chris, go ahead and make sure you jot this one down. Oh, look, look, you know how much I love being right, Chris. That's what life is all about, lording your superiority over other people so they feel small. Are you ready for what's coming? You ready? I'm going to tell you what's coming tomorrow. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, Chris. Before I before I make my prediction here, real quick, will you will you again play this play this Hillary Clinton thing one more time? I want you to understand this is the kind of thing if you set aside Hillary's voice, which is kind of the equivalent to belly flopping on top of a sea of porcupines. But if you set aside her voice, listen to this and understand this may make you cheer. The concept of this, it should make you cringe. 
I think we could be also attacking a lot of the uh, government institutions and, uh, again, the oligarchs and their, their way of life through cyber attacks. And it will be difficult to get actual physical support, but I think we should be looking at that. Through c- cyber attacks? Can somebody tell me, Ma, exactly how much of America's systems, critical systems, are online and vulnerable to Russian cyber attacks? In fact, maybe you've forgotten. I haven't. With the snap of their fingers, Russian hackers, they shut down a pipeline and created gas lines across the eastern seaboard. Did you forget about that? Do you have any idea how many of our critical systems are online and vulnerable? And people within the government have been warning they're not just like vulnerable because they're they're juicy targets. They're vulnerable because we haven't uploaded an updated software that we need. I mean, we are we are not ready as a country to go into a cyber war with Russia. Let's stop with this nonsense right now. All right, now back to what I was talking about, Joe Biden. CDC all of a sudden just revises its formula on Friday, and now, wow, not very much of America is in high risk. I'm looking at a headline here, Kathy Hochul herself. Look, we need this statewide mask mandate gone for schools. This is ridiculous. Get those masks off of kids. Places in Washington, California, lifting the mask mandates. All of a sudden, we're COVID-free. Hey, Chris, will you do me a favor? Uh... Play me that montage of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, the Dr. Fauci montage over the weekend. Play that real quick for all his media appearances over the weekend. I know you always put together a montage for me. I know he's always on CNN, MSNBC, all these places. So do me a favor and play that. Chris, Chris, what's wrong? Oh, oh, there weren't any. Oh, oh, that's weird. The guy whose face has been on every single channel for the last two years, did he take the weekend off? Hey, maybe he has the Rona. Maybe he's vacationing. Who knows? Maybe maybe Dr. Fauci is vacationing the same place Dr. Burke's vacationed after she told everyone not to vacation. Maybe that's, maybe that's what's going on. Look, I don't know. But, man, Chris couldn't come up with a single soundbite from the weekend. That is interesting. And it's funny. Joe Biden campaigned on a lot of things. Joe Biden has accomplished absolutely none of those things. So what the system is going to do, they're going to lie to you and they're going to act like he fulfilled his campaign promise of promises, the one he repeated a thousand times over. Maybe you remember it. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. Of course, none of that's true. One, it was idiotic for any president or presidential candidate to act as if they're going to shut down a microscopic virus. Coronavirus was here, is here, and will always be here, just like pretty much every single other virus. It was absurd. But let's do keep in mind, it was the government, it was the CDC, FDA, actors, actresses, 
media people, education that kept coronavirus alive for as long as they needed it to be alive. Remember this. Remember, not only did coronavirus line Pfizer pockets, coronavirus is the reason Joe Biden is president of the United States of America. Democrats have the House and Senate. Coronavirus has been outstanding for these people. And the second it stopped being outstanding for these people, they dropped it like a hot potato, which normally I would be okay with, except I'm looking at another fat stack of emails of people telling me how government abuse has ruined their lives for two years. My kid, he can't talk anymore. Jesse, I lost everything. Jesse, my brother killed himself. Jesse, two years of abuse of you. And now... So Joe Biden can give a State of the Union address tomorrow night saying, I told you I'd beat it and I did. You're welcome, America. They decided on a whim to drop everything they told you was necessary so Joe Biden could give a State of the Union and act like he accomplished something. If you're not disgusted, outraged, whatever word you want to put on it to describe this government, you're not paying attention. The United States of America's cultural systems are rotted, corrupted, and broken, maybe beyond repair. When your Center for Disease Control is now fully politicized, along with your FBI, DOJ, CIA, NSA, United States military, half the churches in this daggone country... The university system, the media, of course, Hollywood, your entertainment, when they're all rotted and they've all become a system together. I don't know how you put that band back together. I don't. I mean, you do remember, you do remember this was all the rage. This wasn't ancient history. This was just a couple, a couple months ago. Here's Dr. Garden Gnome. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect of course. from President Trump? Of course. You have to be asleep not to figure that one out. Well, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. I mean, That's okay. I'm just going to do my job. And I'm going to be saving lives and they're going to be lying. It seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. Exactly. And to me, that's that's unbelievably bad because all I want to do is save people's lives. Let's talk about something else real quick while we're on the subject here. And then we're going to change the subject and we're going to talk about Dome. We're going to look. We're going to talk about all kinds of fun things tonight. In fact... We have a little phone call challenge for you tonight that you're going to enjoy. Hold on a second. It's going to be fun, Chris. It's going to be fun. All right. Before we get to the phone call challenge, playing politics. I, we're always trying to equip ourselves to be better anti-communists, are we not? We always are trying to figure out what they're thinking, why they're thinking it, what their next steps are going to be. And we're trying to figure out how they use language, how they use words to constantly put you on the defense. You're always sitting there trying to block punches and block punches and block punches so you're never throwing any. The communists never want you throwing them. He just wants you ducking. That's why I mean, you could bring up something from the, from the that has nothing to do with uh, race or something like that. I, I, think, uh, 
I think, I think life starts at conception. Okay, racist Nazi! And immediately you're saying, wait, what? Uh, ra ra I'm not a racist, my, my best friends! You see what I mean? They do that all the time. They do that all the time. But we must be aware of the communists' favorite tactic, or at least one of them. Playing politics. Obama used to do this all the time. Obama was so good at it. Stop playing politics and just do all the things I want. They did it with coronavirus for two years. This is about lives. It's not political. Stop playing politics. Remember, they're always playing politics. And so you must always play politics. Now, you want to know what the phone call challenge is? Oh, it's going to be a fun one. You and I are going to do this together, but you're going to have to wait for a second. I'll tell you what the phone call challenge is after I tell you about Annie's Genius Box. Do you think in this day and age, with this level of corruption in our institutions, do you think it would be a good idea for your child to be able to think for themselves? Or do you think they should mindlessly go along with whatever the TV says, whatever the teacher says? I love things that make for your child to be able to think for themselves. Or do you think they should mindlessly go along with whatever the TV says, whatever the teacher says? I love things that make my kids think. I love it. I love Annie's Genius Box. My kid, instead of staring at an iPad or something like that, they're putting together hovercrafts. They're building robots. They're examining fossils. It makes kids think. And they love it. It's like Christmas Day. It's fun for them. They get this top secret mission envelope and they open it up and it's once a month. They deliver the box to your house once a month and they're having to think and put things together and read instructions. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio and save 75% on your first box. annieskitclubs.com slash radio. Jesse Kelly returns next. Faces cracked from smiling. All the fears it is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, what in the world was that gutter trash music you just played with? No, no, that was not Led Zeppelin. Was that was that the end of Led Zeppelin when they were busy? Okay, so that was that was towards the end of Led Zeppelin when they were doing a lot of heroin and the music went to garbage. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't count that as Led Zeppelin, Chris. That's not counting as Led Zeppelin. Let's go ahead and take that song and we'll just drop it right in the trash and never come back again. We got another email, which I almost didn't even want to read. I'm going to get to my radio challenge tonight in a second on the Jesse Kelly Show. I get distracted sometimes. But we, we did, got another email and I wanted to make sure I got to it here. Where can I find the music... List used on the radio show. Um, one, gosh, I almost didn't want to answer this because it makes the guys feel good because it's they're the ones responsible for it. We don't have a list, but we do have a list. And here's what I mean by that. We come up with the music we want. It's mainly Chris and Michael. They have created a list, though, and it's on Spotify. And they tell me it's the Jesse Kelly Show list. Is that it, fellas? Jesse Kelly Show playlist. Is that what it's called? So if they look that up, they can see the Jesse Kelly Show playlist. And what do they do from there? Do they like play it from there or do they have to subscribe or something? They can like it and they can play. It. Do they have to pay for it? Is it free? It's free. Okay, so there you go. On Spotify, there's a Jesse Kelly Show playlist and it's free. So if look, I'm gonna take all the credit for myself, obviously, but if 
you want, if you enjoy the music, you can do that now. It is time for a phone call challenge tonight. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which if you missed it, you can get the whole thing at iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I am very worried about backing a nuclear power, a nuclear dictatorship, into a corner. I am worried about it. Not saying we shouldn't do anything at all. I'm saying I'm worried how Putin might respond. And so I got to thinking, because I have these high-level conversations in my mind, Chris, you wouldn't understand. You're not on my higher plane of thinking. But I had this conversation with myself. I thought, well, what would I do? And then I thought to myself, well, what I should do is try to get rich really quick so I can buy that bunker in Kansas we've been talking about. It was like three hundred sixty grand or something, right, Chris? It was a lot. It was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. But then I was thinking to this, thinking about this. If you do go into a nuclear bunker, I'm not an expert, but I've seen Hunt for Red October quite a few times, so I'm a little bit of an expert. If you do go into a nuclear bunker, what would you want with you? Not what would you need. Not what would you need. What would you want with you? And so I'm going to ask you this question. You and me, whoever you are, we are going to a nuclear bunker together tonight. Tonight, we're DEFCON 5. We got to go to the nuclear bunker. You can bring with you one food item, and you can bring with you one person. Doesn't have to be alive. They can be dead. Let's bring them back to the life for the purpose of this, because that would get kind of gross and smelly, let's be frank. One person I would say historical person, although they could be alive today if you want. But there are some rules to this. 877-377-4373. I want to know what the food item is. I want to know what the person's going to be. Food item rule. This may be the only rule for the food item. Please don't go with necessity stuff. I, I, we, let's, let's go under the assumption we're going to have water and all the vitamins and minerals we need down there. You're stuck with one special item for you. Is it chips, beefaroni, red lobster, cheddar bay biscuits? Would not fault you there. Okay, so food item one, as far as the person goes. This is supposed to be lighter and fun and in, in light of all the darkness that's going on out there. So I have a couple rules for the person. One food item, one person. 877-377-4373. As far as the person goes, you cannot say your dead spouse. You cannot say your dead spouse. I sympathize if you want to say your dead spouse. Let's just assume they're back alive and with you, okay? So no dead spouse. And, Lord, please let me explain myself before you get mad at me. No Jesus, all right? No Jesus, because Jesus is the obvious throwaway. Oh, if I'm stuck in a, in a bunker, I'd like the maker of heaven and earth with me. I think he could clear the air out pretty quickly. No, Chris, Chris, no, you you just want another crack at him is what it is. No Jesus, no dead spouse. 877-377-4373. We are off to a nuclear bunker tonight. What's the food item you're bringing with? Who's the person you're bringing with, alive or dead? Now, you should also bring your hero gun. You just should. Why? If we're in a nuclear bunker and we have awesome food and someone to hang out with, do you think people aren't going to come in and try to take these things from us? We need a hero gun. Hero gun shoots 
non-lethal pepper balls 100 miles per hour. They hurt when they hit, like I said, 100 miles per hour. And that's the best part of it as far as the crook goes. Then you get the worst part. There's this chemical pepper cloud way stronger than pepper spray. It is the most debilitating thing in the world. And anyone can use it. You don't have to love guns like I do. Anyone can use this thing. It has a laser sight, takes a couple minutes to learn how to use it, doesn't require a concealed carry permit at all, and you get a special discount right now. If you go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, you get a special discount on a Hero gun. Get one for yourself and your imaginary friend going to the bunker. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions apply. 877-377-4373. What food item are you bringing to our bunker? Assuming the necessities are already there. And who's the person alive or dead? Again, as far as the person goes, no dead spouse, no Jesus. Let's just assume the good Lord's going to be there anyway. All right? No spouse, no Jesus. Let's get to a couple emails before we get back to everything else. Hi, my dad listens to you all the time in our car and house. I was wondering, could you talk about why Russia is invading Ukraine? I thought that Ukraine and Russia were okay with each other since the USSR stuff. You can say my name. It's Lily, and I'm 11 going on 12. I love your podcast, but thank you, Lily. I appreciate that. You know, there's something that, that bothers me about how we talk about history and various periods of time throughout history. And I understand why we do this, but it still bothers me. It's just one of those things. And this is what I mean. We act as if there were different ages where things worked differently in the past. This is the, this is the age of conquest. Was there an age that wasn't the age of conquest? It is, it's hard for maybe someone like Lily or a normal person, you know, anybody. It's hard for normal people to understand and accept. The nature of man is to seek out more power. And when he gets power, the nature of man is to use said power. There isn't always an explanation why men do things beyond men like power and they want more of it. Every age is the age of conquest. You're sitting next to Ukraine with a gigantic standing army. Maybe you think, I'd like the world's breadbasket to myself. All right, it's time for your nuclear calls. 877-377-4373. 